Welcome in, everybody, to Back to You. Great to have you with us for another episode, an episode I'm super excited about. I'm bringing in a good old friend to this one, guys. Uh, Really excited to celebrate this holiday week with our family here on the Back to You podcast. And I'm going to bring in a quasi-family member because I've known her forever. She's one of my dear friends, Dylan Dreyer from the Today Show. Um, That'll be fun. That's a great conversation coming up. But, you know, it's a busy week, guys, not only on top of work, but like everybody's traveling airports are nuts. The roads are, there are tons of traffic everywhere, but it's like this, it's, it's almost like it's okay this week because the excitement means that it's the holiday and you get to see your family. And it's, for me, it's the intro to the Christmas season, which is really what Thanksgiving is for me. I just love, love, love the yeah. whole, you know, November to December and the joy and the lights and, you know, the cheer and, um, but yeah, it's a busy week. How about you guys? And, and the gravy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you, gotta, you gotta have, you gotta have gravy, you know? I mean, uh, yeah, the sa- you know, the same thing. I think um, funny thing about our, you know, our business is that, you know, it doesn't stop for the holidays. And there's some years that we get fortunate that we're maybe have the time to spend uh, that's longer than 24 hours, you know, with with the people that you love. And um, and then there's sometimes where it just you're just going. And I know that for me, I was supposed to do games and travel on on Thanksgiving. And um, because I'm getting older, I, I asked for permission from TNT to, to miss a game so that I could come back to Chicago and, and spend Thanksgiving with Lynn who's here and would be here all alone instead of being with the grandkids, they're off and running elsewhere. And I, I would never have done that a few years ago. Like, you know, and I think there's precious moments now and just spending time and, and then, uh, and even though it's an off day and you still travel, it's still a day that you, you don't have to do anything. And so I'm thankful to be coming, you know, come back here to Chicago and then, uh, and then get back on with the business because here we go again. And then Christmas is going to be right around the corner, know, but uh, it's crazy. It is, well, but it's a great time of year. Yeah. Well, that is. sounds amazing. Ha- have fun with Lynn. Tell her we said hello and give the best to the family. It sounds like yeah, it's going to be a great right. one. Well, and I'm looking forward to our, our, our next guest as well, because did you know in 1963, her grandmother Doris was a record setting winner on the price is right. Oh yes. I wow. knew that. I knew that. You knew that? Yeah, of course I knew that. It's one of her uh, it's a fun little like tidbit about Dylan that, that she likes amazing. there. But yeah, no, I've, um, you know, known Dylan for nearly 20 years now. Um, we are, you know, we are, we wish we could see each other more often with our busy schedules. But when we do see each other, it's like no time was left in between. And, you know, as soon as I asked her if she'd like to come on with you guys, um, she immediately said, yes, when I'm happy to come on and she's just the best. And, you know, everybody loves her. It's so funny playing in Tahoe with her in the golf event and, you know, having an opportunity to be around her at many different things. She's just, um, she's a joy, wonderful friend. And uh, yeah, without further ado, here's our conversation with Dylan Dreyer. And here she is, the bright light, Dylan Dreyer. Bright light. That's a stretch. But thank you. <laughs> yes, we love having you on. This is um this is gonna steer our conversation in many different directions than we haven't had yet. So I'm super excited. <laughs> well, we I'm glad I can join the podcast. So thank you. <laughs> How are your you? History, How- yeah, I was gonna say your history together. You guys could all you could take these yeah. four corners and you guys could just go on and on and on. So we're we're just gonna be spectators and listeners in this. This this should be a lot of fun. <laughs> we thought about we thought about yeah doing. We always talk about getting our own show. We're like we should really get it and do something fun like that. But um yes, the background is. Dylan and I met, she does not remember this, but we did meet in college at <laughs> Rutgers. We both went to Rutgers University and Dylan actually was subletting um, the apartment, a room in an apartment for the summer, which was the room of, I lived with a bunch of women's lacrosse players in college and there were two apartments kind of adjoining one another and Dylan rented or subletted a room for the summer. And I remember Dylan because 
we were all on campus all summer, of course, training. And Dylan had a really short, cute haircut and <laughs> was studying meteorology. And so I was like, oh, she wants to be a meteorologist and I want to be a sportscaster. Like, this is cool. So I remembered her. I met her once. But I remember that's Catherine's like special talent. I mean, she I, remembers people when she meets them. She remembers exactly. I remember. Details. I'm like in one ear, out the other. I just it's not a strong <laughs> for me. I wasn't cool enough for her to remember me, clearly. So fast forward years later, we're both in Providence, Rhode Island. I get hired as the weekend sports anchor. And then four months later, she gets hired as the weekend sport wow. uh, weekend weather person, meteorologist, I should say. And uh, they they her weather, what's it, what was he the the weather director, what was his name? Or what was his title? Gary? Yeah, Gary was title? yeah, he was the chief meteorologist there. Meteorologist. Thank and you. He, he had said, you you two should like hook up. I, I think I think you could really be friends. So you should reach out to Catherine, wow. get to know Providence a little bit more. Um, and he was right. I mean, we, we connected and we clicked right away. Um, played tennis together in the morning. Yeah. And the one morning we played tennis together. And um, yeah, it was just... It was just like a friendship that was meant to be. Yeah. And I, when, she, when she mentioned that, guys, I said, oh, I've already met her before. And of course, she was like, I'm meeting you. So um, a bunch of pictures were circling around last week on my friend, on my roommate's group text. And one of them, one of them was Dylan at a party that we were all at with another friend of hers, Liz. And so my girlfriend's texted to me. I said, I'm sending that to her for proof that I did meet her in college. <laughs> oh, my God. Too funny. Uh, I still need a picture with you in it. Then I'll truly believe. <laughs> Sorry. <this. laughs> I was at the party, just not in the picture. But anyway. Long the history. always elusive Catherine Tappan, Dylan. Always <laughs> elusive. Never find yourselves in pictures. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but what I love, guys, is over the years, you know, we share a lot in common with obviously our careers, but also just, you know, ups and downs of life and relationships and friendships. And now mom of three kiddos. Oh, my gosh. Calvin oh. six. And you know, you've got Ollie and you've got Rusty and it, life is busy for you, Dylan. How do you do it all? Life is busy. Um, you know, and if it's, if, if you actually ask me how I do it, which is the exact question you just asked me, um, I, I don't know because you just, you do it because you have to, you have to figure it out. But I mean, like you understand when you have to travel, if you look back to, you know, say travel you did last week where you had to bounce from city to city and live out of a bag and do this and do that and work late and get up early. And you're like, how did I do it? And you, in the moment you just do it. Um, you know, we're very blessed with three boys who are just, they're my life. I never knew I wanted to be a mom, you know, for the longest time I didn't think I wanted kids. And then all of a sudden I, I had the first one and I'm like, I want more. And then we had the second, I want more and we're done. In three. <laughs> Um, three boys certainly gives me a run for my money, but it's, um, it's, yeah, you just, I don't know. I have different brains, you know? So I, I get up at five or six in the morning, depending on what I'm doing that day, sometimes four and I go into work, you know, and my husband, fortunately, he doesn't go into work till 1130 in the morning. So he handles the day to day in the morning. He gets the kids dressed off to school. I don't ask questions. Somehow they all get there. It, everything happens. And then I come home and then we swap, you know, and then I go into mom mode when I get home, um, you know, and I do the pickup from school and dinner at night and bath time and all that. And, then you just do it again the next day. So it's, it's a wild ride, but I'm very blessed. Well, and Brian's a cameraman, is that correct? Yes, he does the jib for Nightly News uh, with Lester Holt. He actually was just down in Miami for the um, presidential debate. So he was down the Republican debate. So he was down there for about a week. And okay. <laughs> I learned a lot with Brian being gone for a week. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 
And I was like, wow, I don't have a fourth child to pick up after. This is amazing. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, wait a second here. I hear this all the time here. I almost said, well, you kind of have six when you factor in Brian. Brian is a giant kid. He is so much fun to be around. I mean, if anybody has been around him or follows him on Instagram, he's he's a riot, and but he's the best. He's funny, he's entertaining, um, but clearly a very good dad as well. I'm not trying to belittle his uh, you know, his parenting skills or his his uh, maturity, but Brian's a fun guy yes, to be around. They like to play video games, but yeah. So, <laughs> Catherine, is he similar to the guy that's a, one of these guys on the show? Yeah, that's I think short so. Ball? Yeah, you guys will get along. I'm sure nine or five met <laughs> him before in Tahoe, but um, because he carries the bag for Dylan at the American Century Championship, so mm-hmm. um, yeah. Wow. Interesting. You guys would probably appreciate because he um so there's there's different ways to play with my kids. And, you know, my kids say Mom, they love hockey like they can't ice skate, but they love like You know, they'll just play like street hockey. And so they've got the whole setup and we, we go outside and they and I set it up and, you know, and I'm kind of there kind of playing with them going back and forth. Right. Fine. They have a great day. We have a great afternoon. And then the next day they ask dad to play and we have to start with the national anthem. <laughs> there, um, Brian has downloaded the goal song for the Bruins and the goal song for the Rangers. So whenever Calvin scores, the Bruins song plays. Whenever Ollie scores, oh, wow. and it's ju- it's a whole ordeal. We've got every period timed out, and there's a trophy that's handed out at the end, and then there's interviews that happen. And I'm like, this is why I can't compete. Like that's oh my want to play, and I'm just like setting up two goals and you know hitting the ball back and forth. So um, he is a big kid. There is just there's a that's whole. That's amazing. Hang on, you need to do a live interview with the boys during I, uh, during the street hockey. I might, I might have to Dylan do a little like holy jump and just start it with the save, something like that. You know, <laughs> that would be amazing if we can get like a whole bunch of recordings. That would just elevate this to a whole new level. Hey. KT, this is your job now, okay? Yeah. KT, you, you you get it done. I'll get all the broadcasters out there. Oh we'll my get God. Kenny Albert to do one for the Rangers. I, I can do <laughs> I one for it. the. We'll get somebody. We'll get the Bruins. We can get this covered. Brian have no fear. And it's going to be exciting. Too. Right near your house in New York City, right? They've got that rink set up down in the Battery Park area. So yeah, I mean, we could set this up. We could do this. That's I wish I would have known. I was just in New York City. I would have met you. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Um, so you do, I mean, it's interesting because Dylan's such a, like she pollinates into sports in a lot of different ways. She does a lot with the Kentucky Derby, um, the Olympics. So she joins our team at NBC sports for a number of things, but, um, golf being one of them. I mean, you get to come over, you've, you've covered some golf events, of course, the, um, the women's amateur at Augusta national, which is amazing, but wow. you play which golf. is an unbelievable, by the way, can I interrupt for a second? Like I'm a huge golf fan and I'm, and, and my, my mother, God bless her soul, passed away in 16. She had three hole in ones. Whenever I watch, oh. when I watch that at Augusta yep. with the woman, I am, I, I just think that this is, that should have been trending a long time ago for it to be there now and happening. I think mm-hmm. it's got to be unbelievable. Unbelievable it, that you're there is remarkable. It's I, incredible. I mean, to be um, able to experience that. It's funny you say that. Cause I just voiced over the, um, the, the special that golf channel is going to do for, you know, that kind of highlights last year's um, amateur. And it's it's like, it brought back all the memories of everything we saw from last year. And, you know, if you think about these girls, you know, some who've never been to Augusta before, and then they get to play. And I, and I love that they give on Friday, every girl the opportunity, whether they make the cut or not to play, because I mean, they're, they're so good and they just might miss yeah. the cut by, you know, just a stroke. And it's just, you just want to be able to, 
play since you're that close, but it really is special. I'm so glad that they, they started to do something like that. I love getting to walk the course, you know, and watch amazing golf without the crowds, you know, I mean, right. it's starting to get more and more popular now. So the secret's out, um, you know, because you, you can see just stellar golf and such a level of play. I mean, records being broken on the course and it's, it's by these women and they're just truly incredible. Is it more hilly than you even thought, Dylan? Oh, you can't. Um, like, yeah. the TV just does not capture at mm -hmm. all what the terrain of Augusta National looks like. It's it's wild. I could never even imagine playing there. You used terrain, and I used hilly. That's a goalie, <laughs> you know, versus a uh, meteorologist exactly. from Rutgers. There's the difference right there. That's right. Nerd alert. That's all that is. Well, how did you get into golf? Like, at what, at what point did, you know, you yeah. decide you wanted to play it? Um, well, I, when I met Brian, um, he, he loved to golf. He grew up playing golf. I didn't, I grew up with two older brothers and they never played golf. My dad never played. So I didn't grow up around it. Mm -hmm. So when I met my now husband, Brian, he, he said, you know, let me just get you a set of clubs, get yourself some lessons, see if you like it. And I did. And I love, you know, I, I miss sports from, I, I didn't play sports in college, but I played in high school and I just, I miss that competitive nature, sure. trying to make yourself better at something, you know, trying and practicing and practicing until you get better. The way I play, you'd think I like, why can't I get better? I've been playing for like 12 years now and I just cannot get better. <laughs> that personal challenge. And, you know, when you have those good shots and you feel really confident, you feel good about yourself, um, you know, it just, it keeps you coming back. And I just, it's just a sport I fell in love with. And I'm very lucky because Brian actually likes to play with me. So it's the thing we do together. It's not like the thing nice. he escapes me <laughs> to go do. Um, so instead of going out to dinner, we'd rather take a day off of work and actually go go play around the golf together. And you're outside and it's just, you're having a couple beers. Oh, that warms my heart. Fun. That's so nice this, to hear. Yeah. This, this warms my heart right here. I, I love hearing that. <laughs> love hearing that. So how do you find the time between your work schedule, three boys, living on the East Coast? You don't get a lot of rounds in to begin with. So where do you find your time to golf? Um, I don't find much time, which is why I come dead last every time I play in the Tahoe <laughs> tournament and every other tournament I play in, <laughs> like literally dead last. Um, where, but I've accepted that. I've accepted that, you know, I'm at a point in my life with the three, the three little kids and living in New York City. Yeah. If I can play a couple times a month, I'm happy. Uh, but my, the best thing is all three of my boys love golf also. So they, they don't mind watching it. They, they set up this little putting green in the living room and we watch golf on weekends and they're there nice. putting back and forth. And um, we have a little beach house out in Long Island and there's a, a, a small par three course, nine holes, par three. The longest one I think is 110 yards and nobody's ever there. It's like people don't know it exists. It's like five bucks to play and we just take the boys Perfect. Home and we just go and just let them hit. That's great. It's, it's a lot of fun. So I could see it being something we do as a family going forward. Well, after this episode, I think you're going to add a fourth boy because I think Panger, when you said putting green in the living Coming room, in. and yeah, I think <laughs> you just acquired a new new child that will be moving with, with, with you. Dylan, Dylan I, I I'll take the top bunk uh, with the three boys. I, I'm not I'm not I don't take up much space. Um, I just put a synthetic uh, putting green into my backyard in my little lake house in Michigan. Oh, that's awesome! And uh, another shout out to. Weston and Celebrity Greens, but 
it, it, I think that's something that you mentioned, a par three course for the kids. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the reasons why maybe a lot of us didn't play as kids because it wasn't a sport for kids right. or, or we loved other sports. But for your dad, my dad's just turned 87, um, still alive with wow. us. And Fernie, he, he worked at a golf, you know, he worked in golf, but to take your boy and play golf, it just wasn't the time in, in my right. era. It was just... You know, and, and it was hard because the clubs were this big, you know, the persimmon, <laughs> the balls were terrible mm -hmm. and they didn't go anywhere. So it was just, you know, it was a fruitless endeavor. And yeah. I could, but now it's not because of technology, mm -hmm. because it's Tiger Woods, because it's, you know, it's the time mm -hmm. that kids are competitive and they want to do great. Like you do, you want to do great. When you hit a great shot, there's nothing like hitting a great shot. It's so true. And man, there's nothing like hitting a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have those it's, a little more often, but I will say knowing I, I can keep up, you know, like I know how to hang with a, a you know, three other guys to go play golf. I'm not going to slow you down. I'm going to keep up with everybody. I'm going to, you know, not be the person who's like slamming my club into the ground because I'm mad. I'm not doing well. It's, I don't play well enough or I don't play enough to play well. Um, but I'm out there to have fun. And I, I, I swear because of golf, I have it has opened up so many doors for me and has opened up so many opportunities. I mean, the fact that I get to cover the Anwa down at Augusta, the fact that I get invited to Tahoe for American Century. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I was just asked to play in the, the um, pro-am for the waste management. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you can, you can use my place. I'm a driver wedge away and I'll be in Vegas that weekend. So you can um, use my place. <laughs> oh, great. Thank you. <laughs> I'm literally right next to wasted management. Really? Hopefully, it's, awesome. hopefully, there's more lights that are shining on you that she can get around the place, Nider, and not run into the dark. Hey, there's a lot of lights. The sun is overhead right now, Panger. It's only 1.30 here in Arizona. I love it. It is a great sport. And I, I just wish um, more women felt comfortable. There, So many of my girlfriends don't want to play because they're like, oh, you're too good. And I'm like, I'm really not. But the, the reality is that it's just they're It's an intimidating game to it play. Is. And I just wish that... Um, more women would feel comfortable because to Dylan's point, I mean, she and I bring up the rear of that tournament every year in Tahoe <laughs> and we're happy to, because do you know how many young girls stop us on the course and yes. whether they're looking at what we're wearing or what we're doing, they're like, Oh my gosh, yep. these women are playing with the boys, you know, right. and, you know, we, we rarely play together. I mean, we maybe on the off chance they'll put us together, mm -hmm. which we love by the way, but you know, <laughs> they see us come up onto the tee box with, you know, two former professional athletes or an actor or somebody mm -hmm. that's a man. So um, I just love what that represents at that golf tournament. Yeah. And I'm happy to play the role that I do. And to your point, you make contacts, you make friends. It's like one big family. Mm -hmm. It's like a family reunion every summer out in Tahoe. It is. We call it like adult summer camp. I yes. mean, one year I was, I was six months pregnant when I played, you know, I and I, that. it was just for people to sit like, to even realize that you can play pregnant, you know, yeah. and I, I actually played better than when I wasn't pregnant. So <laughs> it was the whole medicine ball. Arms effect, you know? yeah, I kind of forced my arms in the right direction. <laughs> I love it. Well, I got, I've got five granddaughters, uh, Dylan, under the age of four. Wow. So, and four, three, two twos and a six month old. And, um, and they, they will all be playing golf. In fact, three of them are out near Rutgers in, 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 in Jersey. Mm -hmm. And my son was a former golf assistant pro as well. And I can't wait. You know, every once in a while, I see them and they'll grab a putter. That's and cool. then they'll, I'll see them. And this is one of the impetuses. I mean, it's selfishly, it's for mm -hmm. me in the backyard in that lake house. But when they come and visit, it's such, it, it's time consuming and it's competitive and they want to do it. And if you give them the, I think the surroundings to be yeah. comfortable and no one's going to yeah. yell at them for doing 
it, mm-hmm. you know, oh my, don't do that. Oh my goodness. Oh, you're going to hurt the putter. Right. Right. Just go enjoy Let and try to get the ball in the hole. Exactly. Yeah. That, in their minds, in kids' minds, that's all they're trying to do is get the ball in the hole and they'll do whatever they need to do to get there. Whereas right. we overthink everything. And one thing I, you know, I, I do hope changes going forward. I was talking to Mike Tarico and I, he was just finishing up a conversation with someone. He's like, oh yeah, when I'm in wherever, I'll give you a call. We'll play golf together. And I said, how do you actually make that happen? And he's like, what do you mean? I said, so say you go to Michigan, do you call up a friend and just say, hey, remember when we said we we're going to play golf together? You know, let's go play golf together. He's like, yeah, you know, I usually reach out a, a week or so before, let them know that I'll be in town and then, then we'll play golf. And I see. And I said, that's what girls can't do. We go to all these events and it's mostly male golfers that have the memberships that, you know, mm-hmm. invite people to their course. And I'm not going to go to California and call, you know, Joe, whoever, and say, hey, yeah. remember when you said let's golf together? Because it's weird. You know, it's, yeah. it's right. a little weird for a girl to call a guy and say, hey, I want to go play golf. Whereas guys just kind of do that with each other. Right. And I travel all over the country for work, which I'm, I, I love. But if I could squeeze in around a golf at these different places, it would be amazing. But you know, so I don't know if it's just more girls reaching out to other girls that play, you know, yeah. but it's it's just like a different dynamic when girls play golf. Yep. And I, I sure. do hope you know, it's easier for girls to play. I, I would throw this out there, Dylan. And, and this is KT was doing the Stanley Cup final in 2019. And I was living in St. Louis and 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 because uh, we we're off for the final because national took it over and I wasn't working nationally. I was like a host of all hosts. Right. Right. KT. I mean, oh, it was I like dinner or whatever. In but, St. Louis, on my off but, days, I was playing the best courses I've ever oh. played in St. Louis. It was beautiful. But I remember. And KT said, like I said, Kate, are you are you bringing clubs? Are you going to do you want to play? And uh, and I think that's one of the things that guys on it honestly mm-hmm. probably do well because we're we're so used to you're, you're right there's more the maybe the percentage of men that play golf are probably more in my right. they're all hockey guys and whatever but I was like okay we're playing golf and KT's playing too yeah. because I knew because we talk to each other yep. and mm-hmm. let's go we're gonna you know we're gonna go play golf and I I think that's the one thing I would say is if you know, being prepared because golf mm-hmm. isn't one where you just go play pickleball in a moment's notice. You got to kind of set things <laughs> up and we're going to play and it's going to be two o'clock or. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it yeah. is, it is difficult. You are right. It's not as easy as it is just saying, well, let's just go play golf. Right. Because right? exactly. it, it isn't that yeah. easy. You're right. You guys are yeah. doing, you guys treat me like a little sister. So you always include me in things. <laughs> I love always um, as you should be, yep. as you should be. I mean, I think just in general, women asking for something is a hard thing to do. That's like true. Like we That's generally just want to be an inconvenience. We, you know, and it's this, I mean, it's a conversation that's being had all over the place. But in general, I think women just like to not, you know, ask for anything or 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 make ourselves the center of attention. And we just want to, mm-hmm. you know, travel and, oh, I'd love to play that course, but I don't know anybody. Well, it could be right. a separation away from calling somebody to ask to join the or to come on the course and play that day. So, it's uh, so listen, true. with all the money you two've got, you should be joining clubs in every state anyway. Yeah, you should there have you memberships go. all over the place. I many clubs. That's the problem. <laughs> well, when you come to Arizona, you're more than welcome. Bring your clubs. And, uh, you, you know, we've been talking a lot about golf as one of your hobbies. And uh, what are some of your other hobbies? I hear you like to cook. I do like to cook. That's that's my other thing. Um, I just that's I not a hobby. It. That's a job. It, that's a, that is a job. I don't get to cook I mean, as a hobby anymore. Because, although I did just, but I just made a whole um, grocery list because I'm trying to make gluten free pasta. My son has celiac disease, so that's you know it's it's been about six months or so since he was diagnosed. So and how's he doing? He's doing okay. He's doing great. Ever since we got rid of gluten in Good. his diet, I mean, he is just thriving. 
but I've been on a mission to make homemade pasta. So, you know, it is now a hobby to make homemade bread and homemade gluten-free pasta um, besides, you know, just cooking dinner for the family. But I just, I love it. I, you know, when I first graduated from Rutgers, I went to Erie, Pennsylvania. That was my first job in TV. And I was making about $16,000 a year. I all of a sudden had to pay bills. I remember thinking back to why my dad told us to keep the heat down and, and wear more clothes because it's expensive to heat an apartment. Um, you know, and I, and so I went to a garage sale and I found a cookbook and it was the first cookbook I ever owned. It was like a dollar, $2. And there was a recipe for um, stuffed peppers that I still make to this day. And it kind of started my whole love of cooking, you know, cause it, it was cheaper and it was more rewarding to just cook and, and create things on your own. So um, now I just, I, I do it. I got my oldest son, Calvin, the same one I was just talking about. He cooks with me. Now we do a little segment on That's the today great. show and awesome. it's just something we do together. Yeah, it's great. So what does Thanksgiving look like for you, Dylan? Are you hosting? I know you we have a whole slew of Brian's family and your family coming to town. What's it look it, like? Here? Yeah, it ends up being about like 16, 17 people um, that we, maybe 18 wow. over for Thanksgiving. And I love it. This is going to be our first gluten-free Thanksgiving. But don't worry. Wow. I've practiced with gravy. I've practiced with rolls. And I've practiced with stuffing. I've mastered it all. I've practiced um, my apple crisp gluten-free. Everybody's happy, oh. you know, so I've been planning. I've been using the last couple months to experiment a little bit. And um, I just made my list today and you, we've, we've got a whole plan. We're actually going to spend Thanksgiving celebrated on Friday because everybody can't get down till six o'clock at night and I have to work at 5 a.m. Friday morning. So oh. I don't want to eat dinner at six. You know, like I like to have Thanksgiving with the spread, sure. and clear all that away. And then you have another spread of dessert and you just sit there and like, I just, I imagine my grandparents just, when we would sit there, they'd have coffee and they'd pour Sambuca in their coffee. And I just okay. love, I love that just oh. laziness after you eat way too much. I language right now. <laughs> Dylan, Dylan, here's the, here's the great news. Um, my wife, Lynn, is a huge fan of, of, of obviously watching in the morning, but also of Earth Odyssey. Oh, and I mentioned Lynn because um, her and I are not doing anything on Thanksgiving. It's an off day. So I just booked a flight and we, we, I, I'm so thankful we're going to your place because I heard apple crisp. I heard gravy. So we are in. Okay? You won't even it. notice we're there. <laughs> with all the people there and, and she's blonde too. So she'll just, she'll just That's great. like match up with everybody. I love it. <laughs> okay? And then you can take the boys out so they can play hockey afterwards. <laughs> See, I love that. No problem whatsoever. I'm all in. Brian okay, that's checkmark. Brian will be asking questions about the Bruins this season. Brian is a diehard Bruins well, fan. So. No, Brian's going to have to have the jib camera. Yeah. We, we need some, we need some shots. Oh, and yeah. uh, He'll make and that we happen. also have a, there's a broadcaster, uh, Mickey Redmond, one of the great broadcasters, uh, longtime NHL player, 50-goal scorer for the Red Wings, now does their broadcast. And, and he was diagnosed with celiac. It really? had to be about 15 years ago. And so I don't, you know, I know mm. that it's that what it is, but mo mainly because of him. And he's been able to, you know, travel. He often brings his own food because his mm -hmm. uh, knowledge of mm -hmm. it and going to restaurants. And I think the awareness of celiac is obviously much greater now and magnified with the knowledge of what it actually is now more than ever. Absolutely. I mean, and I, I literally knew nothing about it. I'm not into fad diets. I'm not into, you know, I, I, 
eat meat, I eat dairy. Fortunately, I don't have any food allergies. So I, it's just was not in my spectrum of things I worried about. And then Calvin just had so many weird things like weird rashes and his hair was falling out and he was dropping things. And it was just like weird stuff. And, you know, after over the course of many tests, they discovered it was celiac disease. So I learned about it. And, you know, working at the Today Show, I, I'm glad I have this platform that I can raise awareness because all of a sudden so many people came out of the woodwork and they're like, I've been dealing with celiac disease. Nobody talks about it. Thank you. It's it is actually a big problem. You know, when you suffer from celiac disease, it, it really just damages your system. So thank you for just making it more normal and, you know, fighting for just, it's all you have to do is eat good, the right food. That's all it is. It's just change your diet and it should just be more accessible. Luckily I live in New York, but so many people don't. Um, and it, it should be easy to get the food you need, need to keep you healthy. Well said. Awesome. I love it. I love well it. Well said. I'll, I'll have a I won't have a beer. I'm going to save the beer. I'm, I'm not going to have one here. It's good. I'm just glad I'm still drinking beer. I'm so glad he's healthy and feeling better. You know, he's he, yeah. at a young age to go through that, but he's uh he's so cute when he talks about it too. And I know you guys recently did an event yeah. and ran a race and um, just, you know, it's so great that he's involved in embracing it. You know, he's not afraid of it. And that's a credit to you and Brian for, you know, making this, okay, we're going to tackle it. Mm -hmm. We're going to take it hands on right. and there's nothing to be afraid of. It's just, we all have our stuff, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. This is his thing. And for him, it's super easy. He doesn't, maybe when he's 18 and like moves out of the house, he, he has to realize like, oh, my mom worked really hard to yeah. <laughs> make this gluten-free right. lifestyle for me. But right now he has, he has no idea. We went gluten-free in the house and he really That's awesome. he gets good food all the time. So he has nothing to worry about. Guys, recently um, I had a charity event in New York for the Marine Raider Foundation, and Dylan's always so she, – she's been a bunch of times, um, couldn't make it last month, but always very generous with donating, um, you know, an item or two. And this year she always donates a, a tour for the Today Show, which goes off like crazy. This year I, I auctioned behind the scenes. Ended up out. I auctioned off two because the price was so high. And I <laughs> oh, by the way – Really sorry, I'll help you out with this, but you're hosting two today, so I'm happy um, to do it. You know that. Oh, so great! You know, never, never. <laughs> Other thing she donates, which is so cool, is her Misty the Cloud books, which is her children's line, um, her children's books, all about. Well, I'll let you tell it, Dylan, but I mean, it's it's this great concept that I just remember for years you and Brian were talking about and the fact that it is, it has come to fruition. This is a passion project of yours. It's here. You're coming out with the third one in February, I think. Fourth one. The fourth one. The fourth one. So wow. I'm going to give, a, give the guys a little idea as to how this idea came about and who Misty the Cloud is because she has such a great message for young children. Aww, thank you. It was... Um... I mean, Catherine, you know, I'm always happy to help, especially I know, I know. foundation. So yes, I'm, I'm glad you were able to get, get two of those out there. Let's, let's bring in more money and raise more money. Um, no, Misty the Cloud, it's, I mean, it was probably 12 years ago that it was an idea we came up with and it, it took, it took about 10 years before it finally came out because you go to, you know, you go to a, a, a publishing house and you kind of pitch your idea for these clouds that live up in the sky and they're just like boys and girls that live down on the ground and they're going through things. But when they go through things, different stuff happens. You know, when they're angry, it turns into a thunderstorm or if they're kind of grumpy or lazy, it kind of turns into fog, you know? So I just had this, imagine this world of kids going through the things kids go through, but they're clouds and weather and, you know, just how that could correlate with the feelings and emotions that kids go through. And, you know, so many people said, that's 
great, but you know, you're a female meteorologist. You should really write a book about maybe like biographies are really are, are selling really well right now. So what if you wrote a biography about a well-known meteorologist or a little a little known meteorologist? And I was like, that's fine, but I really want to do this cloud world. And it's like, well, what about animals? Kids love to read about animals. And I'm like, that's great, but I, I really want to do this cloud thing. And it was, you know, just nobody wanted to do it. I don't know why. Right. It was just, but I never gave up because I just I was really passionate about this project. And my husband and I had all these really great ideas. And we just fought and fought and fought and gave up and then tried again. And finally, we were able to come out with our first book um, several years ago called Misty the Cloud, A Very Stormy Day, which is that whole concept of this cloud who's just having a bad day and it turns into a big old thunderstorm. And then we came out with a second picture book. But now my son, last year, he's in second grade now. So last year he was in first grade. And I did, I don't know if you're familiar with the step into reading books, the ones like first graders can read. You know, it's just fewer words. But so now I'm like super proud because every stage of the books that have come out, there were picture books when Calvin was littler and I was reading picture books to him. And then it was these step into reading books now that he's in first and second grade and, you know, he can read them to his class and I can give them to him to give to his teachers and the librarian at his school. And um, so it's just the, the next one to come out is another step into reading book. And it's called the thing about spring and it's why spring happens and why we need spring every year. And just, yeah, it's just a, a sweet series um, really? that I'm, just, I'm super proud of. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad I stuck to my guns. You know, if you ever, Good if you ever you. believe in something, just keep doing it. Somebody will eventually pick up on your idea. You just got to. I think my yeah. my favorite one is is Friends Through Rain or Shine. Oh, thank you. That's a good one. I got, I, I'm a, re, I'm a reader to my granddaughters all the time. Oh, Grandpa's so reading it. a story. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> always, so great work. Well, thank you. Thank yeah, you so much. Yeah. I'm proud of I'm I'm just proud of that. And you should be because it's been a long, it's been a long journey, but you got it, you got it off and running. And um I see yes. them everywhere. It's really funny. I I'll see them. I I hesitate sometimes to just text you the picture. I'm like, well, those these are already out there. I like to know it's still out there and exists. It's still out there. <laughs> yes, it's great. It's a it's a great series and it's just a feel-good series. And that's kind of like our podcast, guys. A feel-good series. So yeah, yeah exactly. right. right. <laughs> so much fun having you on. And I know um, you know, hopefully we could do it again with you sometime, but I know it's very busy. I think and we have not heard Calvin with his drums, by the way. And he's drumming. So I guess the walls are better than the I the walls I are great. Oh. We don't hear him in his drum lessons. So that's good. I love it. Good thing when you have to go to bed at what, what time you go to bed at now, like seven thirty, eight o'clock. Yeah, as soon as the kids go to bed, I'm I'm in bed, but haven't been woken up by the drums yet. <laughs> well, happy Thanksgiving to you guys. Have a yes. great day with everybody. Say hello, and um, yeah, and, and hopefully I'll see you in person soon. I know it's so. Hard I know to we need to make that happen. You're you're yeah. just you're busier than I am. So no, no, no. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. We'll catch guys, up. It was so nice to meet you, and thank you so much. Good for to see you again, Dylan. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Yeah, Same Dylan, you. this was a pleasure. Thank, I'll see you on Thanksgiving morning. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Dylan. Take care. Bye. Well, that was fun, guys. It was like take your friend to work day for me. I love Kathy. <laughs> um, you know, she's like I said in the beginning, she's a bright light. It's just great to have her on the podcast. Um, amazing that you guys go back that, uh, you know, that far and you ended up in, well, what, how many cities? Well, Boston and, and New York. Yeah, Providence. Mean, we actually happen very often that you've went Providence, Boston, New York together. So literally like four months apart. 
it was it's it's been wild it's it's a big joke with us but um yeah and then you know i was in her wedding by her side when she married brian who was just uh just so much fun to be around and um you know a, a great person as well comes from a great family so um you guys got to experience her though that was a that was a fun chat we had that was, was nice. that a fun wedding uh from what I remember, yes. <laughs> I love it. It was so much fun. It was in Boston. Um, you know, that's where Brian's uh, from, and that's where they met. It was a great, great weekend. Um, her bachelorette weekend on Martha's Vineyard is epic, and that's you asked her to tell some stories. Like, those are stories that we can't share. Wow. So much fun. I mean, we have so many laughs. She, you know, she gets on me for my my silly you know, Catherineisms we call them Antics. when I things incorrectly. And I think they're right. They're really not. I don't know. But um, yeah, we just, we've had so many laughs over the years. And um, when we sit and have lunch together, when we do have an opportunity and we, we schedule it and we meet up, I mean, we could go for hours and hours and hours. It's just, it's, it's so much fun. A lot, we have a lot in common, um, but more importantly, we're, we're dear, dear friends and can lean on each other in any given moment. So that was great. I'm glad she got to come on guys. And now, yeah, that was great. I loved hearing how, how into sports the whole family was too. Yeah. I love that, that they do yeah, so many things it. together. It's amazing. Any well, family that plays street hockey together is good by me. With, with, with sound and national yeah. anthems. That's, That's right. crazy. That's unbelievable. It's amazing. So a wild week. Uh, I'm off to do the Penn State Michigan State game, which is actually at Ford Field. So I will not be freezing. Okay. I'll be inside, which will be great. But uh, that'll wrap up our Big Ten schedule, guys, for the season. It's just crazy. It's already over with. But um, you know, I've got some fun things coming up in December. I'll share in a little bit. But uh, but yeah, that's. I, I'm going to try and sneak in a meal with my family on Wednesday night. I think um, before I travel, and then. Um, you know, no Thanksgiving day for me, but, but I will be celebrating it with my road family, which are my TV family, which, you know, as you guys know, you're on the road a lot. The people that you work with do end up becoming your family. So we'll have some nice meal somewhere in Detroit on Thursday night and, uh, and get ready for kickoff on Friday. So I'm looking forward to that. Well, if you have time, the Conley family is only 15 minutes up the road. They'd be more than happy to have you over. And, uh, they also have a very big Thanksgiving there. Unfortunately, I will not be there. I am deciding whether to go to Del Mar, California and play the Grand with my aunt and uncle like I did last year. Or my backup plan is probably to go to the Charles Barkley residence. And God <laughs> knows there's going to be a lot of food there. I was going to say, so, what do they serve for Thanksgiving? Well, I, I've never been there for Thanksgiving before. I've been there for some Christmases and New Year's Eves and a couple other parties and festivities. But nice. um, got the invite to go there. And as you know, we're always traveling and I love my aunt and uncle, and I'd love to play the Grand, and I love Del Mar, but may just have to stay home for a weekend and, and take them up on that offer. So that's where that's where I'm mm. probably going to head uh, for Thanksgiving myself. Awesome. And well, then you're going to yeah. try to get in Chucky's pocket on the golf course. I can see Ooh, it. Huh? Am I ever? Huh? Ever? Oh boy! Don't, don't give out any secrets. Don't give, don't give him any motivation. Podcast as to what you guys ate at yep. Charles Barkley's Thanksgiving because I would love. We to will have a follow up. <laughs> We'll give them our best if you go. Panger, we know you're staying put in Chicago with Lynn. Give Lynn our best. Um, happy yeah, Thanksgiving to you guys. And um, yeah, cheers to the holiday season and the kickoff of what is going to be a great month ahead, guys. Travel safe, yep, guys. Sounds great. All right. Yeah, great too. job. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Enjoy the week. Thanks, Panger. You too. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.